Hello everyone and welcome back to the Hey Coaching Podcast where we discuss all things health, fitness and mindset. And on today's episode we have the beautiful Shona Farley, also known as Show Me Your Mindset on Instagram. And Shona is a mindset coach who specializes in everything got to do with mindset and she also has um, an undergrad in counseling and psychology. Am I right in that? And yes. you are also a teacher. So do you want to just tell us a small bit about you just to start off, Shona? Yeah, of course. Thank you so much for having me. You're very kind. No um, yeah, so I am a secondary school teacher from Cabin. Um, and I started into kind of getting involved in well-being in school. Oh, gosh, it must have been four or five years ago now they've started rolling out well-being into the new junior cycle because they started a new junior cert. So every school had to have a well-being committee. So that's kind of where things started out. Um, and I, one of my subjects, I'm music and religion are my two subjects. So Bob. an ORE teacher um, and any ORE teachers listen would know you do take on a bit of a pastoral role kind of in the school, just naturally. So, you know, when I was doing that, I realized, oh, I really like this. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm starting to get involved in that more and, you know, being involved with the student council and stuff. Um, and then I and then I was very much involved in my own life. I had a real love for personal development and, you know, reading self-development books and things like that and just working on myself in terms of, you know, your my own mindset and, and my own kind of mental health. So then I moved to Dubai to teach for three years. And for the first year that I was in Dubai, I actually lost a few past pupils um, to suicide back home in Cavan. So that really kind of shook me into thinking because I was on my mind to work in this area. And then I feel like when that happened, it was a real sign to. Oh, okay. my God, I'm so sorry, Shona. Oh, my God. Was, yeah, it was something. But as many did at that time around COVID, you know, when COVID yeah. came out, it, you know, yeah. that was just my own story, but everyone's got their story of that during during that time yeah, of COVID. Yeah, everyone. definitely. Definitely. No, there was Especially definitely dark times. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent, Shona. hundred percent. It almost was that push to say, yeah, go do this because life is short. And, you know, so that's when I started doing small certificates in young people and mental health and, and mental health in general. And then because you could study online a lot there, that was my biggest problem every time I went to try and do something you know I was in Dubai but horses you had to be at home, at home yeah yeah exactly but because of COVID and things like that I was able to study then online so for a year and a half then I studied psychology and counseling and then I set up my page and my website and then I went on and did mindset coaching and life coaching because I found that from clients just from working in the field people had been to therapy before and of course it had its place and counseling but there was just some element they were missing they felt like they were still leaving the session deflated with no real sense of what now kind of thing and that's not every you know it's not always the case but it was a case for a lot and it was a reoccurring pattern so I was always the person that would roll my eyes at oh life coach what the, you know like hungry yeah I know it's definitely mad. and it's welcomed with that yeah you know and that's still the outlook from a lot of people and I get yeah. it because I was one of them but it's funny people love when you have a client in front of you yes the counseling aspect of talking about your past and understanding your triggers and why things why we are the way we are yeah <laughs> I'm the problem it's me um, yeah. you know but but at the same time okay well then what are we doing about it this week or what are you going to do each day and you know the little habits and stuff like that so so that's where the coaching element comes into it I find it's really actually been a great addition 
you know to oh 100 shona and i think the accountability you see as well of having someone there that you know is keeping you accountable for all these things because even i know myself like i hired my own coach there only a couple of weeks ago and a lot of people will be like genie why is a pt hiring a pt and we need coaches too you know what i mean i'm I'm programming every day and I'm doing all these things every day. And like, when it comes to myself, I'm like the last person I want to program for it's myself. I want well, someone to tell me what to do. You know, I want someone yeah. to be like, okay, this is it. This is your training. This is X, Y, Z. Um, you know, and it's really, really nice to have that structure and accountability. And I think it's something that everyone needs, you know what I mean? In order, in order to stay accountable to something, but yeah, hundred percent, like therapy is excellent. You can go, you can talk to someone about everything, you know, and it's fabulous and it's brilliant, but like that in therapy, you're not really being given like tasks maybe each week that you do yeah. stay accountable to exactly. and that you do have for like lifelong things Shona and Absolutely. is that um, what yeah. you do yeah so that's exactly what I do because it's funny I'd actually speak to different people with let's say a bachelor's degree or a doctorate in psychology and it's funny like they are such hard-working people and they obviously have a wealth of knowledge especially around case studies and research and things like that and but it's funny, like even my sister-in-law has, has a degree in psychology and she uh, she was laughing to me. She was just saying like, I don't do any journaling or I don't do any, I don't put it into yeah. practice. That's why I'm just like, no, I feel, I put pressures. I'm like, I have to practice what I preach because then, do you know that sort of way? Exactly. Like, it's really keeping you accountable too, Shona. You're like, well, yeah, exactly. yeah. how can I teach this or how can I coach this yeah. if I'm not doing it myself? Yeah, yeah no, exactly. 100%, yeah. definitely. And then around your coaching, like what kind of, clients would come to you what would be an example of a client that would come to you Shona yeah so I'd say my most like the most popular age group would be our own so anywhere from let's say 25 to late 30s like somewhere around there I would say because of my teaching I do have quite a lot of clients as well that are maybe around 18 19 20 people in college as well you know struggling with that but most common would be our own age and it could be something such as going through a breakup or just feel it negative self-talk or low confidence because I would deal a lot with self-esteem self-esteem is really what I would work on and when I say self-esteem I'm not just talking about confidence like self-esteem it could take us six or eight weeks to cover different things so when we talk about our self-esteem we're talking even about accepting ourselves you know and what that entails being responsible for ourselves so like taking up like my life is in my hands like it's up to me to to make changes like sitting with that like you know realizing that if I don't have this self-responsibility, my life is not going to change, you know, or nothing's going to happen or nothing's going to get done. Yeah. And self-assertion, you know, like people pleasing, stopping the people pleasing, speaking up for yourself, oh, yes. offering ideas. I know every Irish person just cringes at that thought. Oh, no. like, <laughs> well, it's it's just the people pleasing side of things is something that I just noticed a lot as well in my side of coaching. Um Shona, because a lot of it is linked to disordered eating. You know, if you're someone who people pleases and you keep saying no, or you keep saying yes, sorry, to things that don't align with your values yeah. and don't align with you, you feel more disconnected with yourself. And then as you feel more disconnected from yourself, that can manifest into your eating habits. So it's very interesting because I was once the biggest people pleaser oh, you will yeah. ever come across in your life I think like yeah. I literally used to divide myself in five like yeah. and then you've nothing left to give you know no. from yourself you know and you're a bird person. And, 
yeah and then you're burnt out and that's how it kind of manifests and it's funny because you think that it's a selfish thing putting yourself first saying no to other people etc but you're actually filling your cup more then as a result and you can give give back more exactly um, exactly is that what you see would you see yeah. that a lot 100%, that. and I'm sure you see it in terms because I would see it with regards um alcohol and stuff and look as I would say like this is not nothing is 100 so when we talk about improving ourselves it's improving ourselves it's not making anything perfect there is no perfect because we'll always yeah especially yeah. as Irish people will always be a bit of a people pleaser and that's okay too it's just like, especially if yeah. it is your in character you know especially if you're a big people pleaser you're not going to go to be a complete nutter the opposite end of the line yeah but it is to notice little ways that you're doing it and trying to cut down on it that's all it's not about cutting it out but definitely I would say with drinking I think we both see that in, in work that people find it like they really set out to be like right I'd love to cut down on the drinking or or eating out let's say or, or things like that but then there's when someone else is like why aren't you drinking you should be drinking and then that's when it people pleasing comes in it's like 100 okay, and what would you advise your clients when that pops up shona so the thing is when it comes to another thing we'd cover is integrity and it's funny because you touched on it there about how dis- you disalign with yourself is integrity is when you do what you say you you set out to do do you know so that thing of right i'm i'm gonna go to the gym three times a week or I'm going to cut down on my alcohol and when you do that that's so good for your self-esteem because you actually matched your words and what you set out matched your intention so then for people who feel like if I'm going to be at risk you have to kind of sit down and evaluate your environment including the people around you and just kind of have a look and see who is supportive who will back you on this like it's it's important to sit down have conversations with these people because sometimes friends will unknowingly be like ah come on you'll you'll come for a few or da 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 and they won't yeah. know so you may have to have an uncomfortable conversation of sitting down and being like hey well I'm actually really gonna try this for the next six or seven weeks where I'm, I'm just gonna stay away from the drink and stuff and a good friend a supportive friend will say all right grand that's you know they might not make a big deal yeah. of it but they might that's fair and just not bother you and no to not and that's and they'll not all be like that so that's where it is important to look at who wants the best for you because the people who let's say will be like no would you give over come on have they don't want to see you do well a lot of the time no. other people it makes them feel bad about themselves and it's exactly. not that they're a bad person but it's just deep down they're like oh god they're not drinking. maybe I shouldn't be drinking and then it makes them feel like they're not putting in the work to grow themselves or develop themselves in some way 100% Shona, and something like it is something that pops up all of the time in my clients as well and I just think as well that when someone is coming to coaching with us, with either of us, they're coming to improve themselves, like you said. And then I was saying as well that like, you know, I was actually only chatting to a girl there this morning on a call and she was saying like, like that now that she's going to improve herself, she was saying that like there's a couple of friends that she already knows are going to be like, oh, sure, why are you doing that? Or why are you signing up to that? And all the questions around it and Asher just come out with us and like that Asher just come out for a few and honestly those people like that like exactly what you said could be jealous that they're improving themselves and that they wish they were able to do the same thing or they don't want to see someone else getting on and they don't even know that themselves like you said it's not that they're a bad person but some people always unfortunately stay the same and you can outgrow friends as well. You probably see yeah. that a lot, Shona, where yeah. people 
grow outside the mindset that they might have once been in and then as a result their friends aren't really aligning with their values and and who they are now or the new person that they become absolutely you don't get the same you don't get the same feeling out of it and it is that it's it's a lost place to be and a lot of my clients at that age let's say if you're turning 30 maybe a lot of the time it happens because you have people whose values naturally are going to have to be maybe their husband their wife their kids or just in general their career maybe if they're really focusing on that for promotion or something and then you have others who really want to focus on travel and and you know uh, enjoying themselves you know partying or going out being single meeting people and that's not a it's a sad thing in terms of outgrowing each other like I said but it's not the end of the world it's how life runs its course but it's a lost place to be when you're like well I have to find my tribe I have to find like who yeah, I align with yeah kind of like dating for friends again back I being know. in primary you know like like know. oh gosh I'm back know. in the playground I Do you know, know but it, it's worth it it's so worth it because there is there's no point in having friends on the face of things if you've nothing like nothing in common. Like you don't have to have everything in common, but you know, some like good conversation and good times together. Yeah. Whereas if you're yeah in a group of people like I don't really genuinely like any of you, <laughs> you know, you're having. I know, a- or you don't fit in. Yeah. You know, like I just was even chatting with um one of my friends the other day, and like you know, it's just mad that like we I solo traveled to. Bali and actually to Australia as well now that I think of it but I met one of my friends over there Kira, who's actually living with me now at the minute until she mm-hmm. finds a new place but Shona it feels like we've known each other our whole lives you know that kind of way and we only met literally in Bali last September and now yeah. she's over in Australia with me as well and it's just we were literally just chatting about it we were like this is just absolutely incredible but like that because our values align and we're into the same things like yes. I don't really drink that much either, does Kira. Yeah. But that's just by yeah. choice. If Kira yeah. drank every day of the week, I wouldn't give a shit. It wouldn't bother yeah. me. And but you she wouldn't not be, be pressuring me to do so. Yeah. She wouldn't pressure yeah. me to do so. Or there wouldn't be a question of, well, Kate, why aren't you drinking? You know, it's just yeah. we take each other as we are. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think it's so important to notice how those people that you do have the same values with the environment being around that environment how it can lift you up and support you and encourage you and how important it is for your peace Shona as well you know and like and as well just being yourself and being able to open up and talk about things and know that it's not going to be part of like let's say the gossip ring or you know like there's people who might come up to you and then it goes back to other people whereas you want someone who really gives you your opinion or or lets but it just listens and lets you get yeah. your, you know, what you're going through out and stuff. And, and it's funny because you do get a, you can tell in your body, the energy after spending time with a friend that you're like, yeah, oh, that was good for my soul. Like, you know, you ever I spend know, time with it lifts you up, doesn't it? And you walk away being like, oh, I just love that. Like, it was just lovely. Yeah. And it lifts that you is up. a beautiful thing about traveling. Like when I moved to Dubai, I met friends that I just couldn't imagine my life without them now. And it's crazy because I'm like, I don't, but I don't know you my whole life. But that's the way it works. I think we were almost brought up thinking it is about how long you know people, but it's not. It is just about yeah. the connection. The connection you and make. Joy yeah. that brings your life. Yeah, you know? it is just fabulous. No, it absolutely is. And Shola, something you touched on there that I would be so interested in listening to, and I, I'd imagine all my listeners would be too, is when someone kind of comes to you in a breakup and they've maybe gone through like a toxic breakup or they may have been cheated on and their self-worth is really low and they've low confidence. How like 
how would you approach or yeah approach a client like that or chat to a client like that where they're coming to you I suppose at very low self-esteem low confidence um what advice would you would you give them or the listeners listening yeah so it all depends I suppose when I've had clients come to me maybe six months afterwards so the initial I suppose crying all day every day that may have stopped so then I suppose we'll straight into accepting you know yourself working on herself but then I also have clients who've contacted me let's say a week of and they're in the depths of despair now I always think that's never the best place to start in terms of I would say let's just chat I won't set you any there won't be any goals getting out of bed would be a goal for me in that first week yeah. people put far too much pressure I think and sometimes you know and anyone listening will know that your friends are like right get up we're going out we're doing this that's a lot of like let's get go, over go, this go. quick mentality which is it's a lot to put on someone so I would say for the first, depending obviously how long the relationship was, if it was a long time, you're going to need a long time to get over it. People don't like to hear that. That is a fact. Of course, of course, it's a massive part of your life. It's not going to heal overnight. So to take the time to just be kind to yourself in a sense of, and that's not be kind to yourself, hashtag, like that's just <laughs> in general, be realistic in saying, do you know what? I am, my heart is on the floor and yeah. just about if I can get in the shower like you know that at that point anyone who's ever been through heartbreak knows getting into the shower like that could take you a week oh, to do 100% yeah crawling yourself speaking to someone like having a conversation without breaking into tears that would be an absolute big win a month on you know like anyone think going out to buy milk you could start crying when you're going through heartbreak yeah. like it's it's all very very uh tough so that's why I would say working on self development self-growth nearly don't start it too soon I would say ride the wave of the real grief grief even sorry and um, for that first month six weeks however I don't want to put a time on it because I know everyone's yeah. so different but you kind of know yourself when you are able to maybe make it through the day without crying or or you know make it through conversations then you might be like do you know what I'm, I'm ready I'm going back to work again or school or college or whatever it is that's the time to maybe contact someone like me, I would say, or, you know, or to get back if you had contacted me, just be like, okay, now we'll start into a journey of some sort where yeah. we might have some goals. So when I'm working client, we would take that so gently, someone who's going through that, the same way you would work with maybe someone going through grief for that, to be very gentle with yourself, to set the smallest goals. But it's funny, anyone going through anything, I would always say, you know, my daily check-ins, clients would do a daily check-in with me no more than they would with you. Do you know, they might tell you what yeah. they ate that day and stuff like that. But for me, they'll check in in terms of doing their gratitude. They would write down, you know, what they learned that day because I always kind of say there's something we can learn in every day if it's from reading a book, listening to a podcast, reading a quote on Instagram or something. There's something we can learn. So it, it kind of makes them feel like, oh yeah, I did learn something today. And um, things they achieved as well. So when I would say things you achieve, people always think like, oh, I achieved nothing. I did nothing. I'm like, did you make your bed? Yeah. Oh, you absolutely yeah. achieved something. Yeah. Did you make a meal? Yeah. Oh my God, you put on your socks. Well done. Like that's the way I yeah. would say it when I'm going through it. I was but like, that oh, is, that fully is dressed. the truth of it though, isn't it? Like that yeah. is when you are going through something like that, I think as Irish people as well, where it's all go, 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 get up, get on with it. You're grand. There's fear of you. Yeah. Like, yeah, that I think plays a huge role in like how we are so hard on ourselves and how we mm -hmm. don't allow space for any of these emotions because yes. it's it's nearly there's someone that's always worse off. Yeah, 
and and also it's like it's almost a sign of weakness like I can't be seen to be to be weak and especially like you mentioned being cheated on or and I don't mean to I mean we're both girls so I'm going to go from a girl's point of view and I'm not demonizing men in any way but let's just say if that was the case girls been cheated on by a lad so this thing of like well screw him and, and the, like your friends big you up that way too to be like screw him let's go out let's do this and and almost as if it's a competition like who's going to win the breakup when in actual fact it's like yeah he did wrong and you're hurting and be hurt like feel crap yeah. you know allow it yeah. and to grieve yeah. and go through it and it's funny there's two conversations like one you can't you you don't want to look back through rose tinted glasses and kind of make the relationship out to be because it's you know, when you actually talk about it with someone, sometimes you see lots of red flags leading up to that and you realize that they weren't actually accepting the best behavior anyway throughout that relationship, okay. you know. But then sometimes as well, you don't want to demonize it and be like, actually, it was those really great times as well. And to not yeah. think it was a complete waste of time because no relationship ever is. No friendship that you lost, no relationship that you lost, no matter how it ended, is ever a waste of time. They're all we're all teachers to each other, you know, so we all yeah. learn something from that time. You know, even if yeah. it is learning that you have very low self-worth and you need to work on it because yeah. you never had you not been through that relationship. So there are always blessings in disguise because I always think you never would have ended up working on yourself if you hadn't gone through that breakup. You know, you 100 percent like there's a lesson in each of them. Yeah, exactly. yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I know yeah. when you're I wouldn't say that to someone who's fresh out of breakup because it's not what they want to yeah when you look back on something you're able to be like yeah isn't there a lesson but I'm like I'm not going to tell you now when you're fresh I know I know I know I know and something I think I always like to tell my clients as well Shona is like and it's probably something you say as well but it's like you know that all the emotions are there to be experienced as humans you know what I mean that the full wheel is there to be experienced and that if we didn't experience things like grief or sadness or loneliness or anxiety you know it's like I think they're very they're deemed a lot of the time as like negative emotions when really it's just part of being human yeah. you know what they're I mean it's like we all feel yeah. them like we all feel them and I think it's like knowing that as humans at some point in time we're always going to feel part like every part of the wheel you know exactly, and yeah. kind of being able to accept that and allow for it rather than kind of being hard on yourself for being like why do I feel lazy why do I feel like crap why do I feel anxious and kind of allowing that to take over I just felt that something that helped me and helped a lot of my clients is just accepting that like you're only human and that that is completely normal and that like you said if it was like the the best thing you did in a day was got up and made your bed you're winning exactly you know? yeah. everyone knows their own I suppose limits in a day of saying like look I'm I'm sick today or no more than when it's the time of the month or something and you need to be like well I'm only I'm not going to be able for what I was last week and that kind of thing one thing I would always try and say to clients is like a picture now I would never say the word happy like, happiness is like pleasure short-lived it's not like you know, you're happy when you're on holiday, but you're not going to get to be on holiday all the time. So like that sense of peace and content, let's say that's your home and picture every other emotion, like a house, an Airbnb that you have to visit and just yeah. think to yourself, I am going here for a staycation. Yes, I'm in sadness, right? I'm going to stay in sadness for the next two nights. I've got a two night stay in sadness, but I'm not starting to pay rent here. I'm just doing my two nights and then I'll, I will work back to my home of peace and content. But to accept, like you said, that I'm visiting here. I'm just visiting, but I have to. I have to visit I love sadness. That. 
And then maybe there's another, maybe you're in the house of anger for a one night staycation and you have to stay there, but it's don't sit in it. That's what I'm, I'm always trying to say. Like, yes, you're going to experience, but we'll not sit in it. We're not starting to pay rent. We're not going to live there. We're just staying there overnight or maybe for a week's stay. We'll just, and then we'll go back, you know, to our home of peace and content where we I do care. I love that. I love that analogy. That's absolutely excellent, um, Shona. That's fabulous. Which, yeah, like, honestly, it's just, it's hard, isn't it? It's hard to, like, we can say all these things, but I suppose if someone, like you said, is going through something as difficult as a breakup, you, like you said, Shona, they need to be ready and they need to just ride out it like as shit as it is yes yes you know that's literally and, and I think that's why it's so important I mean when I was moving home from Dubai I was kind of thinking that's kind of what my goal was I was like I'd love like to work with Irish people because we don't believe like I know right well if I'm going screaming about affirmations or something to it they don't want to hear that like we do need to really recognize that Irish people's mental health is a whole bracket of its own different from let's say the stuff we see in America, not that it's not good, but it works. But when you're on social media and you're looking at saying, you should just look in a mirror, say, I'm brave, I'm strong, I'm kind. And that should solve your problems. We won't because we roll our eyes at the, that kind of thing. Because as you said, we were brought, get on with it, get up, get on with it. So we do have to kind of tailor things for ourselves. And we we can see through BS a lot, I feel. And, and, <laughs> and things have to be on our level. So that's why I love talking to clients being out and being just saying to ourselves like being like that's sh1t like that this is just what you're going and you know to know and to understand where they're coming from and to say like this is the way it is and it's it's you will get over it and they don't want to hear time will heal or like time you know I, I know, know I know <laughs> you know I but it saying. is putting your focus somewhere else I suppose so distractions having your little steps every day so like I was saying earlier like clients that are with me let's say for a four week plan or something after a breakup it's the little of read a page every day right we're going to do that right what else we're going to go for our 30 minute walk every day listen to this podcast that you know and we'll talk about you know the smallest littlest things that at least offer a distraction if nothing else and yeah. give you that feeling there's nothing better because I find that's what clients are most surprised about is that it's the smallest things that made them feel better over the course of four or six weeks it's writing down yeah I made my bed I met my friend Kate for a coffee and you know and we chatted and we never take the time to sit down and acknowledge those things we'd like today oh was a bad day God. yeah today was crap and then you sit down you're like Wait, why was today crap no it was a bad hour yeah I did maybe have a tough thing in work or something but everything else was great. I met Kate and I did this and I, you know, oh. there's actually so much good that is in every day, but we do actually, it takes effort. You see, it takes effort to sit down and write that out, to get a pen, to put it yeah. to paper. That's why people hop on the journal and wagon and then they fall off because it takes time. It has to be time hard. and it is effort. Yeah, exactly. And I think as well, when it comes to putting yourself first as well, Shona, you always are inclined to be the one to put yourself on the back burner until, I don't know, shit hits the fan and then it's like oh yeah. I'm back in square one again and that is something like that I feel like we all go through as a part of life as well like I actually only did a podcast there recently on burnout because I burnt myself out without kind of realizing and then when yes. I really realized I was like oh my god and for the first time ever in the last six weeks I've actually recognized it was self-aware of it and actually had the tools myself to be able to to get through it myself and I just took the time to do nothing I did my capacity like you said in every day Shona do you know if your capacity is only to get up and make your bed 
my capacity was get up, get out in fresh air, eat good food and get my work done. And that was it. It didn't yeah, go absolutely. beyond that, yeah. you know? I really and enjoyed I, that one. And I do think like, I enjoyed that podcast because it really hit home. And I felt that leading up to Christmas, November, December, I kind of felt almost, and it's funny because you do, I wonder if you experience it, detached from your work. Like I felt for those couple of weeks, I had started to lose my passion for the work because I was so burnt out because I did too much all at once and then it became too overwhelming so then I was like oh my gosh I'm put off the thought when I came went to come back in January so let's say for the weeks of Christmas I took off from all clients when I went to come back in January I was like putting it off and putting it off I was like yeah oh my god I'm gonna be able for this but it was just a reflection on the burnout it was a reflection on I went too hard <laughs> too much and then actually having to learn to to scale back on the amount of clients I take and that kind of thing and you I know, think so. it's so nice for listeners to hear that we are human too. And yeah. we, oh, it happens to us too. Yeah. You know, 100%. it happens yeah. to us too. And like 100%, I felt like I was attaching my entire identity to Kate Coaching. And I was like, wait, I'm actually Kate Hewitt. And that's yeah. Kate Coaching. You know what I mean? And then it was Absolutely. actually when my friend Kira said it to me, she was like, Kate, like you're not Kate Coaching. And I nearly died. I was like, like it was like you know those light bulb moments that you like get. An alter ego, and you're like, oh, oh gosh. Uh, literally. And I was like, and it did, it did give me the fright that I needed, really, because I was like, God, there's no time for Kate, really. Like, yeah. you know, Absolutely. I was like, just be a young woman who's like yeah. enjoying it and and like figuring things out. Like, one hundred percent, Shona, one hundred percent. And actually, on that, on figuring things out, I'm going to do this as like our last kind of topic because this is something that we are also chatting about in in our house here in Australia. And I think every single one of us this week had a meltdown about what are we doing with our lives? Like, you know, your twenties, and we were like, yeah. I think yesterday it was me. I was like, lads, what am I doing in Australia? And I was like what is going on like so because people were asking me here they were like oh so Kate like what's your plan Shona I never have a plan and I was, you know, I was like, like meant... what's the plan and you're like yeah, what do you like, mean plan I don't know yeah, I'm, I'm like I don't know, have a plan. Have breakfast tomorrow like you know what I mean like and yeah. I just feel like I always go with the flow I've always been like that one way flights everywhere like so grateful that I can do that by the way but I've always just been like that and yeah. so a lot of people we were at like um it was like a group thing the other day where we were all made up it was fabulous but um a lot of people were like do you know what's your plan what you're doing just out of like you know yeah. asking the general kind of question yeah. that you would ask you know yeah and I was like oh I don't really know I was like you know I was like I might stay for a few months I might I could go home tomorrow like this is what I'm yeah, thinking in my head yeah. like I don't know and yeah. I came back and I was like to Katie she was sitting down at the table and I was like I just know what I'm doing I was like what am I at like to go home yeah, and be like yeah. yeah yeah and then the day before it was Kira, and the day before Ashley was like Kate last week I was asking like what am I doing and yeah. I think it's just like do you get people like that Shona like I think it's just part of your 20s isn't it where like everyone thinks like people looking in could be like oh my god they have their lives together they're traveling the world and they have online businesses and this person's doing this and blah blah blah. and like they think you have it all together and 
and disclaimer I absolutely I do not no absolutely like that's um, one thing I always say is people would think like clients come to me are all in the depths of despair or in a really bad way that you have to be going through a breakup or going through grief or going like in a bad way absolutely not I would say over 50% of my clients are just feeling a bit stuck they're just a bit they're not even feeling sad they're not feeling low they're not crying anytime they're not it's just like do you know what, Sean, I just reached out to you because I was feeling a bit like just coasting, just feeling a bit on autopilot, which is what I absolutely love. I'm like, if pe- more people like that reached out, because that's what I'm trying to say is that we don't have to coast. We don't have to just live on autopilot. Like you don't just live, pay bills and then die. And that's just your life. Like it's to actually be a participant rather than a spectator in your life, you know, to take part. But it, there is that pressure during your laugh to be like, what's your plan? I laughed that story you're saying, like to figure things out. But I feel like a lot of the time when you see online, people feel a pressure. It's a real hustle kind of culture lately. And you feel like, oh, I should be setting up a side hustle. And it's like, maybe not. Like not everyone yeah. has to. It's not really the goal. Not everyone needs an online business or, you know, needs to be doing that. Maybe you just enjoy your nine to five and or whatever it might be, five to nine in the morning. And that's okay too. Just be passionate about it. Once you're passionate about it and you enjoy it and you like your job, you know, that's enough. And then have your time for like this thing of like busy is a badge, like wearing, I'm so busy. Like it's, it's the thing of honor. It's really not like at all. There is a great admiration to people that can say I'm clocking out at 5 PM and then I'm going to go enjoy myself. I'm going to spend time with friends or boyfriend, girlfriend. I'm going to play some sport and enjoy my evening yeah could I be making more money in the evening maybe but is that worth giving up my time of enjoyment no (laughs) you have to kind of know where your boundaries are of what you're willing to do like even teachers listening saying like I could be giving grinds around the clock like yeah you could but then where's your life part where's the part for enjoyment exactly where are the values of being social with friends or valuing your health or rest or I think that's another thing especially in Irish people god forbid we rested like I don't know about you Shona but I grew up in a house and like I think like every Irish household ever and it was just and it still is there you go go, go, go. yeah absolutely yeah yeah mama come home from work and it's the house she's cleaning and then it's the dinner she's cooking and then Once that's all done, and if it's a summer evening, she's out gardening, and I'm like, and they're always and this this sense of care for other people as well, because that's in us as well. They're always caring for like you know, grandads, grand uncles, like distant relations, neighbors, calling to them, making sure they have this, that, and the other. And it's like the friendliest and most kindest thing, like, but it's also putting so much pressure on them as well, on top of jobs. And it's never for themselves, yeah. Yeah, exactly. It is mad, and I think when you grow up watching that it's very uncomfortable it can be very uncomfortable then to slow down like that's why I kind of found this side of the year that's one of my challenges this year it was one of my goals where I was like I just want to slow down and it was actually amazing and I did and like that's what I'm doing make more time to do that and it's just fabulous and what I've noticed from doing it is that like I'm just happy once I have like-minded people around me once I am able to get up and go for a walk and get a coffee and be by the sea and have a nice gym to train in and that's it like and that answers and your I, question of what's my plan because yeah once you can yourself next week am I fit to do that there you go and if you think of like a week in advance then there you like that's your plan answered yeah. so it's fun. when you take out everyone else's voice out of your equation 
and you've said there all the things you need in your life and of course like talking to family and stuff which may have to be on the phone or whatever but once you can tick those boxes and find a place that ticks those boxes then that's maybe where you're supposed to be I know right it's actually it's mad Shona because I just reflected on like I did I'm, I'm big into like doing manifestos and stuff and I reflected on one and it was like you know about me being in Bali and I had my coffee in the morning and you know I was going to the beach and going to the gym and then once I came here and reflected on it and I was going to do another one I was like all I ever need it doesn't matter if I'm in County Clare by La Hinge or where I'm here by Australia like it doesn't actually matter where I am it's who I'm with and and exactly what I want to do with the the cup of coffee near this near the beach and having a gym and a place to work you know and it's yeah it was such an amazing realization really you know because it, it I think it's the people you're with you know and I think a lot of people especially from home seeing everyone kind of go especially to Australia like I just kind of want to put it out there lads that the grass isn't always greener you know it's, it's really not, important like, saying that yeah it really is it important really you really isn't you know I think yeah. a lot of people put it on a pedestal like I really do like it's fabulous I'm not denying that but so is home yeah you know? oh it absolutely is especially this time of year like that's how I feel like now look the rain is obviously and it does there is like I believe in seasonal depression there is absolutely yeah it plays a part when you wake up look out the window and it's raining already you're on the back foot mentally yeah. it goes without you know and there's no way we can compare when that's a day compared to someone in Australia but when it is 10 p.m at night in June in Ireland and the sun is shining still and you're able to go out for a walk and I've lived in Dubai oh. where it's dark at half five in the evening and trust me Ireland there's no better place to be than Ireland like it's I know fantastic. I know so yes really we experience the seasons sometimes all in one day but just because we have to ride through our January February March of maybe not the best weather we will get there to our summer so we work in seasons as well so like go with that I always say we can't be working on ourselves 24 7 so take Christmas take January February to say to yourself I'm just going to go with the weather I'm going to take it easy not set too big of goals like say someone like reaching out to you like a PT just maybe maintain you know eat at maintenance calories don't be expecting yeah, whatever and like the weather when the sun starts to come out now in May and think days are getting longer and brighter that's when you set your big goals that's when go you do your most on yourself you know and do this year out or year round like go with the weather <laughs> go with the yeah seasons. that's a brilliant that's a brilliant analogy as well to have Shona because you can't be go 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 all the time you know it's not sustainable and you can't do it and you're only fooling yourself and I think we both know that now after like I'm not getting up like 6 a.m to do anything in the depths of December like who you know like no you do that to yourself you know it's not about setting yourself unrealistic goals and that's where people sometimes fail especially with New Year's resolutions it's you know someone who never let's say who goes to the gym maybe once a week saying right I'm going to go to the gym five days a week it's like how are you going from zero to 100 or someone who gets up at 10 a.m saying right I'm going to go up at 6 a.m it's like you have to ease yourself into these things it has to be right I'm going to start going two days a week or I'm going to start getting up five minutes earlier and then 10 minutes earlier and take it so slowly that you're introducing the new habit but if you set yourself you set yourself up for failure and the minute then you're failing it's like your self-confidence and self-worth that's going down you know I'll always say it to my clients exactly you know you already are on the back foot so like it's funny when I get new clients coming in I'm like okay your goal this week now is to get in 
three to five fruit and veg a day. And they're like, what else do I have? And I'm yeah, like, they're expecting else. you to. Yeah. There's nothing else. Yeah. Like, that's it. Get that yeah. done. Come back to me next week. You yeah. know, and that's how you build yeah. on things. And that's how you sustain it. Isn't it, Shona, really? Absolutely. Like, because people, I think, often want a magic potion, a magic, like you experience it in terms of weight loss and things like that. It's like, they, they think it needs to be tougher than it does. They think like that you're saying you need to go to and do an hour of cardio and an hour of weights. And they think that I'm saying, right, you need to re- read a book a week and, you know, go to therapy twice a week. And when in actual fact, I'm telling you to make your bed and you're telling them to eat fruit and veg and they, it's not glamorous enough. People want no. a glamorous answer when it's not, there's nothing glamorous about achieving your goals. It's yeah. putting in little things every day like there's nothing glamorous about just saying to yourself right I'm gonna sit down now with my journal and my pen and do my check-in for Shona yeah but it is what is necessary and when you look back over four five six weeks you're like oh gosh this is actually what changed my life was doing the little things doing the and doing the small things yeah if you can't do as they say great things do small things in a great way do you know like to, to I really love commit. that yeah I know yeah. I love that and I think like honestly it's the exact same with anything it's like even if someone's coming to me to improve their relationship with food I'm like okay like this is how small we're starting and they're like they exactly they want to be straight away all in or nothing and it doesn't unfortunately it doesn't work like that and when someone comes to me and and they want to change their life in whatever way if they want to change their body composition they want to lose weight or they want to improve their relationship with food or their body image or whatever it is or their confidence and like I say to them it's going to be hard like I was like there's yeah. no point of me sitting here across from you telling you that this is going to be easy you know because it's not and that's the honest truth it's not going to be easy it's not going to be hard but we're going to make it as enjoyable as we possibly can you know where we can you know because it, it is all if nothing changes nothing changes so that's what yeah. I would say with Billy, is that like well your life won't change by chance so it's going to take change it's going to take your day-to-day can't look the same as it did last week. Otherwise, we aren't going to have a result here. So no more than like what you're saying there, like it's not going to be easy. It's going to take some effort. But once you get to grips with that and put in that wee bit of effort, great. That's when you will start to see changes. So that's the first thing I think in accepting if anyone out there wants to make a change, be it with food or anything else, to say, right, okay, this is this is going to take me changing what my day-to-day looks like. And to look at themselves in like, a different identity so to be like if if it was me just being like okay last week was old Shona this is now Shona 2.0 like this is a new person what not even thinking about oh that's so out of character for me no because this is the new me this is it yeah exactly living in yeah. living in the new you yeah I love that and people Shona, obviously yeah. like I'm not getting up and go for the walk because that's not something I do and it's like we don't talk like that because it's what the new you does <laughs> oh do you know if someone's like well I'm not a morning person I'm like oh you are now <laughs> hilarious like yeah no it's hilarious like and I suppose yeah like again like the whole identity thing like you know telling yourself these stories um because yes. it's the easy way out essentially yeah, that's easier. I'm just not a morning person no that's not true you can get up just like I can kind of thing you exactly, know exactly yeah um, that's there's it, no yeah. like you said no magic potion but it is worth it in the end it is worth it once you once you do one small step and if that is just reaching out to Shona or to myself by an Instagram DM or an email or whatever it is like you know that's the first step that you've taken you know towards improving yourself yeah yeah. and not one person regrets it you know in terms of yeah reaching out help or talking to anyone even if it's just a consultation call with you or with me to kind of be like 
listen, what you're experiencing is totally fine. You know, and and then that's even that might be enough for a that could be it. One hundred percent. So it's not as if we're saying we have to do a program with us. No, No. just reach out and even even write a message and be like, I'm feeling this way. Is that okay? And we're like, absolutely. This is what you should do. Goodbye. Nice, nice yeah, to talk to you. 100%. You know. Like a problem shared is a problem halved. 100%. And even to just get that small bit of reassurance that you aren't alone, you aren't alone in how you're feeling. And you know what I mean? Comparing yourself to XYZ on Instagram, like honestly, lads, no, no one honestly, is perfect. I, would, yeah, I don't know I would. any person that is. So yeah. take it all with a pinch of salt. This is it. Like people, I think people are though. Instagram's not as popular, I think, as it used to be. And people are starting to realize that, you know, it's not all. And as I was saying there earlier, but Irish people don't like pass remark on someone in America that's living a very different life than you. Or even if you find that you're getting very sad looking at people like yourself in Australia to kind of <laughs> say, take a step back or just allow yourself. Right. I have a 10 minute slot in my day where I can go on Instagram and look at these things, but I'm not allowing myself to to look at it constantly exactly like putting a time time thing yeah. on it yeah I actually always say that to my clients I'm like look if you're scrolling on Instagram for two hours a day can you schedule it down to even half an hour and have that time yeah. for it and then leave, leave it be you know exactly. um but show that where can people find you for um if they want to reach out to you and where are your platforms so everything is Instagram TikTok Facebook, <laughs> all of those things. Uh, show me your mindset. S H E O Y O U R mindset dot uh, com as well as my website. So show me your mindset dot com. So there is a father there, but I just on on the computers I can't always use it. So show me your mindset um, on everything. Fabulous, yeah, fabulous. And we'll link it all below. And Shona, we're starting to bring in a new aspect to the podcast where we're asking people like their favorite quote or their favorite bit of advice that they would give to people um listening oh gosh right okay I would say I have two there's one that's just fresh in my mind from last week uh, one of them had to keep telling myself in regards to the rain and the weather and it is just because you've been given a cactus doesn't mean you have to sit on it and it's just in it. terms of yes okay there's negativity there it could be would be in a tough situation like the bad weather or maybe something tougher but we don't have to sit in that negativity. We don't have to kind of complain and moan about it all the time. So yes, we've got the cactus of whatever that negative thing is. It could be a bad situation in work or whatever, but to kind of say, right, but I'm not allowing this to rule my day. So just because you've been given a cactus doesn't mean you have to sit on it. So I, I like that one. That. And the other one that really helped me in terms of like kind of putting myself out there on social media is don't worry about why you're cringing or worry about what makes you cringe or don't worry about the, people that are cringing at you do you know worry about what makes them cringe so like why are you why do you feel that this is cringy like it's not you know worry about that like what what not being cringy like it's not that's really interesting yeah. Shona because yeah I'm actually around a lot of people now who I'm trying to help build up their new businesses like I have a lot of PTs that I coach but I'm also helping them set up their new businesses and like like that the fear and leaning into that discomfort of putting yourself out there like oh my god I remember I felt sick to my stomach yeah I'm still, like, it's still something I struggle with absolutely okay, it is still something okay. I really find tough like I'm not very good on Instagram I'm not someone I, maybe because I'm just a private quiet person by nature but like I still find it very tough I don't really talk on my stories I you know and I just it's something I'm always having to say but again it's something I have to challenge myself with and every week I'm like right you're going to do this post or you're going to do that but it is when I saw that quote and it's like 
don't worry about being cringy worry about what's making you cringe so it is that fear of what other people think that fear of like am I doing this perfectly when it doesn't have to be perfect you know so what if people don't like it what if they don't that kind of yeah you know brilliant brilliant yeah I'm like don't worry about like other people just focus on where yeah you enjoy worry about yourself worry about yourself I love that and like yeah you can't be everyone's cup of tea We've no, all, I think no. I think we all know that at this point. Yeah. No. Shona, thank you so much for coming on. Honestly, that was just absolutely fabulous. And it's going to help so many people. And we will link um everything below so people can access your Instagram and your website. Thanks, million, for coming on. Thank you, thank you so, so much for having me. It's an absolute pleasure to talk to you. Thank no you. No problem. No problem. Chat soon.